Hi, I'm Liz. And I'm Rhea. Welcome to Karma's My Bitch, a podcast about love, sex, connection, abundance, joy, purpose, peace, and how life isn't simply the stories we tell ourselves. Every single time you tell me our souls are here for growth and evolution, I basically used to have a panic attack. I'm very sorry about that. I would never intend to cause anyone a panic attack. <laughs> but I would because I always associated growth and evolution with pain. So yeah. when you'd say we're here for our growth and evolution, my mind in separation <laughs> would think, all right, well, the shoe has to fall. You're going right. to, you're going this to is be gonna in hurt. pain. This is going to hurt. Because I associated learning through pain. So if you mm-hmm. tell me growth and evolution, I'm hearing I'm going to be living in pain for the rest of my life. <laughs> the shit's going to hurt all the time. Yeah. Whilst it makes sense that, you know, in our in our soul's evolution, that the goalposts are constantly moving in some ways. Yes. For me, coming from a place of polarity and right and wrong and, you know, all the shit that we were dealing with, for me, that meant the goalposts will always move so you can never be happy. Yeah. And that was never the point. The point isn't to say, well, okay, because the goalposts are always moving, you're going to suffer. But if we stop challenging ourselves to a certain degree, we do not evolve. And we're not here to be stagnant creatures. We're dynamic beings. And if we're really powerful beings, as we are, there's no way we can stop growing. We really cannot. And so while it is really difficult and frustrating to grasp this idea like it was for you, evolution doesn't have to be as difficult or as challenging as we expect it to be. As you said, we only know it through separation, so it hurts a shit ton. Which is, you know, we have our karma to thank for that because our karma had to teach us in painful ways because it was effectively just showing us how we were in separation, which is a painful thing. Yeah, and also because it had to wake us up. And it takes a lot for a complacent human to wake up. But ultimately, what I've come to realize is that it is unnatural human and soul, whatever, desire to want more. And that's okay. <laughs> exactly. You know, that's the difference, right? It's like to want more pleasure, to want, you know, because even if you think of something like nice and fun and yummy to be living in, after a while, that just becomes normal and you want more nice and yummy and fun to be living yeah. in. And so actually... Growth and evolution, if you if you look at it outside of the lens of separation and pain, could mm-hmm. also just be more opportunities to have more good things happen. Okay. You know, have... <laughs> if you told me a year ago you'd be saying this, I would have been. I wouldn't have believed it. <laughs> well, that's the thing, right? Because se- living in your karma, living in separation, we're taught that in order there's good and then there's bad. We're taught mm-hmm. that to have something shitty happen to us means that we'll have something good happen afterwards. You know, we're yeah. taught about pain and pleasure. But if you can move past that to a place where actually everything is just is and it's not that painful and it's really okay, then what you can see is that there is also a flip side to even growth and evolution like there is with self-love and all the rest in a different way. And that is, Mm -hmm. why can't we have growth and evolution, meaning more and more love? More and more joy. Right. And that we can see it through the concept of it's all for our betterment. Not the you are going to hurt to feel better, but that everything can always be a matter of this is happening and challenging and getting me to look and shift my perspective for my betterment. And that's not really demanding a price that I thought I would have to pay. 
evolution in 3D really looked like this. You'd slough off a little bit of your fear, maybe unload a little bit of your karma because karmic evolution would often take lifetime after lifetime, right? It wasn't all done in a single lifetime, usually. Maybe you would contribute to society in some small, meaningful way, yeah? And then you would maybe add a little something to the human story, as we see in the line of our histories, right? And that's what 3D evolution, because it's not to say we didn't evolve as beings. Of course we did. Otherwise, we wouldn't be having this conversation. But it was always quite limited within a single lifetime. And so what's evolution in 5D then? It's a karmaless evolution. So it looks at raising our vibration. And that raise in vibration brings us closer to God consciousness. Okay. Hold on. Let me ask if I need to say... And that God consciousness being, as we said, I think it was maybe season 4.1. You, you, you let me know about that one. <laughs> that God consciousness being, I am God. I am the yeah. God of my life. Do we need to explain that a little bit better or is that enough? No, God consciousness really is, I am God. It's not anything other than that. But do we need to explain that better or no? For the podcast, I'm just asking. I'm getting a no. Okay, fine. But we can. I can't read your pendulum list, sorry. Oh, <laughs> when it goes this way. Yeah. That's <laughs> a no. So the more God consciousness that we contain. So the more we understand that we are God. Yes, the more powerful we become. And the more outside of this material world we are able to exist which isn't something anyone does at the moment really anyway. So we don't have to go there. So it's not like when either narcissists or sociopaths or people who kind of maybe get some distorted information and they go around saying, you know, I was Jesus in a past life or I was this guide in a past life or I was this energy in a past life and I know everything and I am God and let me tell you, right? No, that's not what we're talking about here. What God consciousness means and when we're saying I am God it's the I am powerful enough to create my own life that I do not need anyone or anything else to facilitate that for me I mean that's fucking cool it's like way fucking cool other degrees of God consciousness so you either are in it or you're not exactly but then you say the more God consciousness we contain so is it, yes. a, is it a growth? So it's a growth process. Yes, exactly. And will anyone in this life ever get to the pinnacle of God consciousness? Not to the pinnacle, but they will get there. Yes. Because that's what we're here for. Okay. Yeah. That's and what the jump to 5D is? That is what the growth and evolution within 5D is. Okay. To get there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Okay. No, not to get to 5D. It's once you no, are No, no, to get, to get to get to God consciousness. Exactly. So whereas the growth and evolution in 3D was to get out of our karma, yeah, the growth and, and evolution in 5D is to realize that we are God. Exactly. How cool is that? And so Well, that that's makes... a lot more fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's way more fun, right? Because your trajectory, your growth trajectory isn't like through hell and back, right? It's like through 3D. heaven. <laughs> it's yeah. like, ooh, I get to like float a little bit in my own garden of Eden and whatever yeah. that looks like. And so it makes sense that the previous episode was about parenting ourselves. Because how can we really realize that we are the God of our lives, right? That we are truly the creator of our lives. Until we, we can take can... responsibility for it. Exactly. Exactly. How cool is that? Yeah, like that, that makes sense. To really come into this evolution 
we really just need to do two things. It's quite simple. It's just making karma our bitch so we can begin to come into our power and allow. And this is actually really key. And this is something that as a humanity, as a human race, we are so fucking bad at. I have to say we are we we are greatly challenged by it if I want to use spiritual speak. We don't allow ourselves to shift out of our identities enough. We are so static with them, with our labels and all that other bullshit. So what does that mean? So for example, we stay thinking that we're like, I can only be a writer. I can only be a podcast host. I can only be this. I can only be that. Yes. And we don't allow the ands to come. So I'm now a writer and a podcast host. I'm now a writer and a podcast host. And a TV personality. Yeah. I'm now a writer and a podcast host and a TV personality. And I have this amazing family. I am now, I'm, yes. so it's just basically allowing the ands. Precisely. Exactly. That exactly because is it. And so as we're evolving with those ands, right, the more ands we're adding, right, the less important any of those things become because now we're just kind of diluting all of those labels and concepts and we're all just kind of crystallizing it into the I am just this one being who's expressing themselves in their light as I go. And that's really at the core of my being. I am just spirit with the name Rhea or Liz, right? I am just me. Without any of that, I am not defined by who shares my bed, who my children, nothing defines me in any because singular. Because I'm so many ands, the ands become infinite. Exactly. So there isn't a singular thing anymore about me. Mm. But we get stuck. 3D had us stuck. Separation had us stuck. Like, okay, I, I need something to survive this, so I'm, I'm going to be this. And also because in separation, we had and or. Oh, right. <laughs> right? So in separation, you couldn't be two things. You had to choose one, mm-hmm. which meant you were always losing the other. Mm-hmm. Whereas in 5D, you can be more than one thing. Oh, yeah. And you don't have to sacrifice one to gain the other. Mm-hmm. You can just add it on yeah. rather than remove. Like there's infinite space. Mm-hmm. So you can add more to oh. your life without having to remove others. I love that statement, infinite space. And so what I find so interesting is that we've been introduced to this concept for the past couple of decades now, right? You know, pivoting became quite the word a while ago. It was like, I'm doing this, but now I'm going to pivot into this. And while I have this degree, I'm going to pivot and do this or start this kind of second career. Yeah, it's not really a foreign concept. It's not meant to be a foreign concept. By the time we really get into it, it's going to be something we're already going to, on some level, be accustomed to. Because we have to be able to. We don't just kind of, again, jump from one thing to another. Again, that doesn't work. But we also really haven't experienced it fully yet. So the more we evolve, the more we can sort of like add the ands to our story and our lives. And actually, uh, the, the more ands we have, the less of a story we have, and the more we can begin to exist outside the material world. Effectively, what only defines us is us. Right. So then we are in a position to define our own world. So we do not need the matrix, if you will, that structure and established society or makeup in order for us to kind of dip in and take what we need. We can bring in what we need on on our own, Mm. which I think is probably a more esoteric way of looking at it, but there's no other concrete way to describe it. I tried. Okay. Okay. So, again, the more ands we have, the more that evolution will continually challenge us and how we view ourselves in the world. 
when we can really begin to see all the spirit we are is the less separation in which we will exist. And that is really for anybody who can really grasp this concept, whether it be now when you're listening to this or a year from now, there aren't going to be many of us over the next few years. Because what we tend to do when we're challenged, when humanity is faced with this like great perceived threat, it will always look for the herd to be able to identify and ensure its survival. Will everyone get there eventually? That's the goal. (laughs) It's just not easy. It's really not easy. So then for those who do come into wholeness, which is effectively not in being not in separation mm-hmm. right yeah. in wholeness with themselves and then in whole and then able to have compassion for others mm-hmm. so therefore in wholeness with others too mm-hmm. it is uncomfortable then to be flitting between the two a little bit or to be surrounded by separation because it feels so unnatural after coming out of it well life is fucking uncomfortable right now enlightenment is uncomfortable i don't know where anyone ever said that I don't understand I think it was just our 3d filters I don't know I don't even want to throw anyone under the bus and I by anyone I mean like one entity like religion or some bullshit that was like promising I don't know maybe it was just like oh after death I mean maybe that's why we always believed that you know it was after death was paradise because everything sucked before that right there's a difference between uncomfortable Mm -hmm. and painful yeah that's true But yeah, I mean... That's the thing. But we are headed for some uncomfortable days. I mean, (laughs) if this year and last year had taught anyone anything, and by that I mean 2020 and 2021, we're not out of the woods. If some people thought that 2016 was a little odd, I mean, all you had to do is look at 2020 and be like, wow, it can really get worse, right? You look at 2021, you're like, well, it could definitely get worse. And what I was seeing, and I honestly don't know if I was what I would have thought had I seen it sooner. What is to come and play out in 2024 isn't necessarily going to be pretty either. So when we are evolving from 3D to 5D and divesting ourselves of our karma, we're going to become much more sensitive individuals as we come into greater consciousness, right? And we take responsibility and we experience accountability. And we will, as you have just said before as you're just kind of witnessing certain things about yourself, like a desire to fix others by just fixing them, you know, you're like, oh, okay, I tend to do this. I'm just going to get better about it. Whereas before you'd see certain other tendencies or traits about yourself, be like, oh my God, that is so fucking cringe. Right? <laughs> we all do. When, we've come in, when we're coming out of our karma and we're just like, oh, Really? I did that? Ah, shit, right? Oh, my God. Bearing witness is one of the most uncomfortable things you ever have to do. You're like, oh, my God. I kept saying that I was cool about this, but then I acted in a way that was totally the opposite (laughs) all the time. Oh, my God, how cringe. I mean, when we watch the movies of our lives, I mean, I swear I'd be cringe about, like, through most of it. And also just the, you know, for me, what was so uncomfortable is that where I saw that I'd made someone else feel not good enough in my attempt to feel good enough about myself. Yeah. And it made me so upset. I was like, oh my God, I was just as much the perpetrator as I was the victim. Consciousness will show us always our role in everything. And yeah. it's, it's not that great. And that's what we're going to be doing because as, as more and more people are confronting their karmic issues and burning all that shit out, suddenly it's like, oh, I'm capable of this. I did this. And so we're really moving into some uncomfortable territory. That's not going to be easy. So 
we can't really just think by being an open-minded person or a spiritual person, or I've been in therapy for five years, that I'm somehow ready for what's to come. I'm like, one thing that has occurred to me after everything that we've been experiencing and witnessing, I was like, I don't even know what it's going to take for people to really be prepared except to accept the fact that if anything is possible, then everything is possible in the biggest way possible. <laughs> Can I say that? There's a lot of possibilities. Yeah. And that's the point. It's about understanding that anything is possible and really accepting that and stop trying to control it. Yeah. So I guess like no matter how open-minded, spiritual, whether you get therapy, like no one's super prepared for what's about to come because it's just so uncertain. Yeah. I mean, all that would really help is that we just develop a high tolerance for bullshit. So the only way you can do that is to keep working on yourself and just to really accept that you don't really know one one day to the next, one reality to the next, what is really going on and be an expert on any of it. And it's funny because the more I do this, the more I realize I really don't know shit. I don't know anything. Mm -hmm. I know how I feel. I know what, what I want my next step to be. I know what my choices are. That's really as far as I go. I don't know what other people are thinking. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what's coming. Yeah. I don't know anything. All I know is I'm able to make choices in wholeness regardless. But that's all I know. I only know myself. Yeah. And that's actually great because the better you know yourself, the better you'll be able to withstand anything that happens outside of you. Because even though we teach in oneness consciousness, nothing is outside of us. 3D is not within us once we are in no. 5d and that's what i mean by that yeah and i guess the more you know yourself and the more your power comes from within it doesn't really matter so much what's happening outside of you because it's not going to take away your power no exactly so a lot of people who really did feel the struggles the biggest 2020 2021 and going forward are the ones where they really are not in their power and the moment they feel that what modicum of power they do have is being taken away mm. or disabled is are the ones who are somehow fighting and they feel they're fighting that outside force and they don't realize that it has to be done another way. You know, we've been saying for ages that it's 2020 to 2024. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden we just moved the goalposts ourselves. <laughs> well, you did <laughs> by saying 2024 will still be unpretty. Right? Well, I didn't say it's going to be unpretty. I don't think it's going to be all rainbows and unicorns like other people have been predicting. Because it can't be because we're human. Yeah. And I'll say this. A lot of people would argue that 2020 was written, right? There was no getting out of 2020. It was written. And I'm like, okay, I can buy that. Yes, we all knew that a certain level of upheaval needed to occur in order to enable this massive shift in consciousness. But it still didn't have to happen the way it happened. And that's what I call bullshit when we say that it was meant to be or it was written in this specific way. It was not. And so when we say, or people had this image that somehow by 2024, we're going to have, have, we're going to have dealt with all of it. And somehow we're going to have this foundation of oneness. That's not really what the foundation of oneness was necessarily going to be not if we kept allowing fear to dictate all of our choices and all of our actions 
And so because fear ruled 2020 and 2021, there's absolutely no way we can get to 2024 and be like, well, isn't this pretty? But it doesn't mean that the foundation still cannot be laid. It may not just be as ideal as it could have been. And the foundation of 5D that we're discussing, the one that was supposed to be laid 2020 to 2024, they don't want to use the word respect. It's around tolerance. Because how can you get to oneness consciousness if you can't even have an ounce of tolerance for others, including yourself? Thank you for listening. For more information, articles, and inspiration, find us at karmasmybitch.com and at karmasmybitch.insta. And if you liked what you heard, please subscribe and leave us a review.